You are listening to Handbone to the Movies on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about the movie trivia showdown, the first class league, sports, Star Wars, movies, TV, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show. It's for real. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. It sound right, boys. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Hollywood Hambone here with another movie review. And today we're going to be doing another, I'm going to have to say it, man, another pretty solid uh, MCU installment called Chang-Chi from director uh, Destin uh, Critton. Uh, The writers are David Callahan. Uh, Destin Critton actually helped write this one as well. Andrew Lanham. Uh, Two guys with ham in the name, baby. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like Hambone. Stars with uh, Simi Liu, Agafina, Tony Luang. Uh, or just a couple of them to, to name off the top right there. Uh, but yes, this is a movie uh, that come out, Chang Chi, I was kind of excited about because like I am get, I'm one of those few people out here that are getting a little fatigued with the MCU, especially the startup and introduction movies and stuff like that. Uh, just kind of almost being the same, the build up and the lead up, uh, you know, the villains are kind of weak in a lot of ways and stuff. It's, it's just the story about a guy who, or a guy or a girl, I should say, that has powers or don't know they have powers, they struggle, they learn to use the powers and all this stuff to, to get to a, a villain that's usually not that great. And, and they end up beating them and stuff like that to kind of do their introduction into the MCU. Uh, but I was pretty excited about this one because like Guardians of the Galaxy introduced them to the series, but because it was all space related and everything, like it was just different enough to like, get me hyped up about it and that's one of the reasons why i love the first guardians of the galaxy especially uh this movie right here i will have to say it's got kind of some of the same things right like because this is done more in the asian style and it's setting more of the asian kind of lore and stuff like that like it's just different enough that even though some of the tropes they've used and a lot of other introductory mcu uh movies and stuff uh in this right here uh it's just that different right like it's just different enough uh, that it made it uh, pretty solid to me, and I really kind of liked and enjoyed it uh, overall. Uh, a couple of things, I thought the acting was really super good. I thought the action scenes were done really super well, especially the bus scene. Y'all going to get a kick out of the bus scene uh, and everything else. Uh, they got a cool a cool bad guy here where he's got like this thing, I guess he could tack stuff to his arm. Uh, kind of reminded me of one of my favorite stars of all time, Bruce Campbell, where he had the thing set up so he could put the chainsaw there. That's what I'm talking about. This dude don't have a chainsaw, so he's not as cool, but it's still pretty cool. Uh, they get in a really awesome uh, fight and everything else. Uh, you know, and then you kind of start to find out about the family and everything else. And his dad ends up being this guy who had found the 10 rings like thousands of years before. He falls in love with his uh, this woman that he ends up meeting as he's trying to find this source of power or whatever. And they end up falling in love and kind of give up everything. She gives up her ties to the dragon. Uh, he and he gives basically he puts the rings up and he doesn't wear them anymore. And they they start a family, have two kids. One of them's obviously Chang Chi, and then uh, his sister. Uh, they go through 
Uh, but she ends up dying because of sins of the father kind of thing. Like because he was like kind of like a bad guy. He went around and tried to take power and stuff. That's all he cared about until he met her. And his sins of the past comes uh, back and bites him right in that uh, rear end while he wasn't there. A uh, group of people come up and like uh, kill her. Uh, she tries to do her best to fend them off, but can't uh, move through the movie. And then there's a really cool scene. Uh, they, they bounce back and forth like till real time until in the past to tell like what happened. You know, when he was a kid going into teenage years, going into adult, which would be present day. Uh, one of the things is like a really cool scene where he goes. He thinks he's going to try to find his sister, but his sister actually like doesn't even want him there. It was almost like a trap. But while he's there, you get to see his sister for the first time. Uh, that was pretty cool uh, scene whenever the fight scenes happen in there on the outside of a building. That's something new. And uh, yeah, I thought I thought that was really pretty spectacular. Uh, you don't see that many people fighting on the scaffolding of a, on the outside of a building very often. And they, they they actually did some pretty cool stuff with it. So I, I really did thoroughly enjoy that. I mean, that is one of the biggest things about this movie is a lot of the like uh, big scenes and set pieces where the action and stuff's going on is like truly super good. Like I have to admit. So that's one of the things that lifts this number. I'll give to you at the very end, like what I rate it. That's one of the things that uh, raised this up some. Even though I do have the MCU starting to get a little bit of MCU fatigue. But as this movie goes on, uh, they keep going. Uh, the dad thinks he's hearing uh, their mother. And that's why he's trying to get them together and stuff so that he can find the map to be able to find where his mother's like where he thinks his wife, their mother is imprisoned and everything else. And that's why he was trying to get his son and daughter back together uh, because he needed that to be able to fulfill the map to find out where to go. Now, we we come to find out that uh, Chang Chi's dad is actually the uh, the Mandarin, uh, which is fine and everything. And I think some people are looking at the dad being the super evil bad guy in this movie, which he sort of is, but really not. Like he's trying to get his family together. He had changed his ways. Like he became like this good guy while he was still married before she passed away, and now he's trying to get his kids together because he truly thinks that like she's calling out to him. We find out that it's not her actually calling out to him. Uh, that it's, you know, uh, this big thing they have in prison in her homeland that's actually been like trapped. And that's actually trying to speak to him and everything else. And and that, that thing, that being is trying to get him to show up so that he can uh, like untrap it so that he can get out and be released. And that's pretty, uh, you know, pretty cool, you know, plot line, like and everything else. So they anyway, they go, you know. And this is one that I don't see him as being the ultimate bad in this movie, because overall, the time that we're spent with him in, in recent times, like he's he was kind of changed. His love for his wife, like made him become a different person. And his love for his wife is actually what is getting him to do what he's doing now. Now, yeah, he's doing the wrong thing or whatever, but I don't think it's for the wrong reasons. So then he has to get in a fight with his son and everything. And they battle each other first. You know, obviously the dad whoops his butt, whoops his ass, actually puts him in almost to the bottom of the ocean, but then this dragon shows up. Uh, I don't know if his mom's spirits in this dragon or not. It kind of seemed like that to me, but that may be me reading into something uh, too much. But like the dragon sees him and everything else. He, he goes back in time and remembers something his mom told him. And then he slowly raises up. Then he fights his dad. And again, in a pretty cool little fight scene as well, that both of these fight scenes were pretty cool with his dad. So he's, he's fighting his dad and everything else and, and all that, trying to stop him from releasing it. But he's almost, not almost, he is too late. Like he gets he gets in there and and, and starts doing the thing uh, too late because it, it's it's gotten a powerful. These other beings were coming out, taking people's souls, taking it back to this, you know, bigger being that's trapped. 
uh, so that it can gain power so that it can release itself. And I guess like they had gotten enough powerful for it to release itself and break the wall down. It breaks down. His dad ends up basically like giving his life up and gives him the rings, gives his son Chang-Chi the rings, uh, the 10 rings. And so he gets them. And then his dad's soul gets sucked out, which makes the thing even stronger because his dad's soul, he's been around for like a thousand years because the rings like help you be like immortal and stuff like this. So that was pretty cool. Like his dad's actually kind of redeemed. So like I have heard a couple of people saying that they thought that like, oh man, it's got one of the best bad guys of all time. Well, truly this dude wasn't a bad guy. He was a bad guy at one time. His life got changed around a little bit. It has a different perspective. The bad guy to me in this movie is actually the being that's trying to get like his father, change his father to release him. And if that's the case, it's another weak bad guy because you don't get, you get a little bit of narrative about like what this being may be, you know, close to related to or whatever, but that's pretty much it. Uh, and then you have the dragon and it fight each other for a while. And then change. He finally does something like with the rings and everything that he just newly acquired uh, to take care of the big bad who I see is a big bad. Like I said, some people was trying to put Chang-Chi's father into that role, but I don't truly think he fits that role in this movie. I think he fits like this redeemed character that did a lot of things that was probably horrible in most cases throughout the years, but then became a changed person and started a family and all this stuff uh, because of the power of love. And he even sacrificed himself, like I said, for his son, like, and when he realized what was going on. Uh, so in this movie, to me, he's more of like this tragic, you know, hero style thing because like he thinks he's doing everything for the right reason. He's wanting to get his family together. He loved her more than anything. And he thought that she was talking to and the thing was playing tricks with him. And then when he found out the tricks was what they were, he was easily like, it didn't take him that long at all period to like change his mind and like just give his, the rings to his son because he knew his life was forfeit. And so to me, he doesn't fit that role of the big bad. It was the being that was trapped behind the wall and if that's the case, then that's another weak bad guy for the MCU because they just didn't focus on it any, like not at all. They didn't even try to um, and all that kind of stuff. But overall, the movie's super good. The movie's super great. It's definitely a popcorn eating movie, but it's better than that. The acting from everyone that was really super good. The CGI that, that they used in the movie was really super good. It does have this tale that's sort of like in some way similar to the trope of all these other origin stories, but it is different and new because of like, it's based, like I said, in the Asian culture, which I thought like kind of refreshed it and made it better uh, for me to be able to watch and stuff like that and have a fun time with it. And so overall, like, even though I've, I've notated a couple of things that might be a little weak, like the ultimate bad guy was a little weak uh, and everything else. And me being fatigued with the MCU, this is still another solid movie put out there by the MCU put out there by Disney, another I don't know if you can call it a home run, but it's pretty damn close. It's, it's at least probably a triple uh, to and definitely a double uh, when it comes to that. Uh, so, yeah, man, like uh, comes down to it. My score on this. Yeah, uh, I'm going to repeat myself a little bit here because I want people to understand like the scores and everything. So I do a one to ten scale. Number five is right in the middle. That means I'm lukewarm about the movie. That means I don't like it or I don't hate it. Like I, I just don't know where I'm at. I'm kind of like, OK, this isn't bad, but it also isn't good. So if you're right there in the five, like you're in the like, okay, it was an okay movie. I'm not mad that I watched it. I'm not happy that I watched it. So anything above that means I like it. Anything below that obviously means I dislike it. And in this case, I'm going to give this movie one of the highest scores. The highest score I've gave so far to a movie since I started doing this was like an eight and a half. And I think I actually gave that to Black Widow because I really like thoroughly enjoyed that movie and had fun with it. Uh, this movie right here, I'm giving a seven and a half. Uh, 
just because, man, I these origin stories, like the Black Widow had this pretty good story with it, but it really, it, and it, it almost was an origin story as well, but like I thought that uh, some of the jokes and stuff hit better in Black Widow. Uh, I like that family dynamic over there a little bit more uh, and everything else. And it might have been a recency bias because that was literally the best movie I saw so far this year whenever I first started going and watching movies in the movie theaters uh, closely there with uh, when I went and saw The Quiet Place 2. I thought that was also a great movie. Like that's two of my two, my two favorite movies this year has been Black Widow and and. Uh, Quiet Place too. That, that's been my two favorite movies so far that I wouldn't seen. But yeah, uh, did thoroughly enjoy this movie. Uh, liked it a lot. Uh, and go see it, man. Go see it. Go see it in the movies if you can. If you're in a safe place. Look, man. I just came back from the movie theaters. I've got a mask. You know what I'm saying? Like so. Uh, it is what it is. Like I took a mask even though I'm fully vaccinated, guys. And I suggest you guys, even if you're fully vaccinated, to like wear your mask, man. Wear them. And no matter what. Just be conscious of others and everything else. Thank you guys, though, for watching. I hope you enjoyed the review. Uh, if you will, uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, and everything else for us. We do have a Patreon we just started. If you'd like to join in, it should be in some kind of description below. But other than that, man, thank you guys. Thank you for watching. And thank you for caring. You know, thank you for even spending any of our time with us. Um, but until next time, guys, peace. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. It sound right, boys.